Try not to show yourself up tonight, mate. And if you can keep yourself off the camera so you don't scare her in, that would be great. No. <laughs> This podcast hopefully won't contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, won't contain an LL Cool J rap cover and forges away for another podcast star. Welcome to episode 246 of Movie Drone. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'll be back again, Steve. And I'm leaving <laughs> on a jet plane. Probably won't be coming back again, Mark. <laughs> they're going to kill you. They're going to kill me. Like that, like that, uh, that film. Yes, uh, that was a long old intro. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if we're going to swear, yeah. what do we need to do? Get it out of the way now? Or uh... I don't know, because you might want to listen arse, back. Arse. So I, I don't think we're allowed. I, I think I think we're just banned. <laughs> the best we can. The best we can. The best we can, yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, we've got some guests on, but uh, yeah. we'll have a little chat first. Yeah, because I'm waiting for the computers to load, let's be honest. It's having a shit fit. It might not happen. We might have to re-record this bit. So we're going to Nolly Bob's. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, to uh, Vienna. Yeah, uh, to run the marathon, yeah. and uh, and you're uh, going to your imminent death, Cyprus. In, yeah, to get married to death in the uh, in the in the rock pools of Cyprus, yeah. which is good, Excellent. which is good. So uh, I'm glad for both of us. Yeah, that's, that's going to work out. So uh, how have you been? I've been all right, mate. I went to the women's footy, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won and stuff. <laughs> Lost the other day. Yeah, lucky, I know. Lucky but one win we was there. Though, that was good. I lucked out on the tickets as well. Every goal was our end. Oh, right. every one. So that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, if you say so. Got there with about 30 seconds to spare. Right. Which hasn't taught me anything about being more organised. Because I got away with it again. I suppose you don't know Wembley, though, do you? Being a a non-sportsman. No, first time I've ever been there. Shit hole, isn't it? Not that impressive, I'll be honest. Well, no, but I mean, it's hard to get to. It's a bit Oh, it's ball, like three hours to get there. Hour and a half to get home. Yeah. Fine, mate, fine. Um, Got the jungle mode. I don't know if you noticed on the way in. Got the jungle mode. Jungle mode. Oh, oh, you know, a lawnmower. That's what you normally use. I know you're not that uh, au fait with a lawnmower. Well, Jill does it, doesn't Well, she? I don't know when the last time you actually touched one was. Uh, I don't know. I might have held it for Jill. <laughs> well, she, well, well, she, she plugged it the grass in. Out. <laughs> Such a belly. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, so um, went to a gathering on... Saturday, I kind of got invited to. No, no. I kind of got invited to it. I didn't. I, I'd left. You had gone, mate. I'd left. You had gone. I yeah. was like, Steve, not coming. Oh, yeah, he's been. Yeah, been and gone. Been and gone. Been I was gone. like, that I is him. I had an early night. I had yeah. an early night. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. a love, lovely evening, mate. I got a nice meat and chips on the way home. Tenner now. Tenner oh, for a meat and chips. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. Um, Easter day. You should have swore. Oh, in trouble. damn it. You've ruined it. Easter day, mate. Easter day. I um decided to do some uni work. Uh, Mrs. was doing tax returns because we're corn hip like that celebrating Easter. Got to two o'clock and thought, oh, it's a nice day out there. She said, should we go to the garden, tidy up a bit? Two <laughs> o'clock for an hour. I went, yeah, let's do that. Cass, sounds like a good idea. Half past nine we got in. Half <laughs> past nine. I ate like a mother chaffer. <laughs> uh, you should just not bother. Just not bother. Uh, Don't worry about it. Uh, 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 Which uh, is how you tidied up out there. Yeah. 
The, the trees have gone. Oh, right. I mean, I don't know. It's nothing, no, really. No. I, I just walk up your path hoping that you ain't out here yet. <laughs> so what a disappointment that was tonight. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, um, other than that, I bought myself an Easter egg on the Monday. <laughs> you got one? Is it cheap I, one? I bought myself one. Well, not cheap. Not cheap, mate. pound sixty-seven after Easter. Yeah, but that's, that's, quite, that's quite cheap. It right? was a chocolate orange twirl one. That was all they had left, right? Was it? And the egg was chocolate orange. Oh, yeah. It was fucking amazing. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I've shied away from having anything wrong. Novelty. The egg. Yeah, I've still got about three in the fridge. Right. Good ones as well. Yeah. yeah. How was your week then, mate? How was your day of chocolate eggs? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. good. I had a bit of chocolate. I had uh, chocolate and some Easter brownies we bought as well. We yeah. properly got involved. Yeah. So that was uh, that was quite good. Obviously, uh, looking forward to my holiday and then, uh, and then uh, the little uh, little Herbert comes yeah. oh. next week as well oh, so got... reveal name reveal oh you haven't told you no oh. no you've told me <laughs> but when you said about it you went oh we'll save that oh, yeah. name reveal <laughs> I might bleep it out yeah <laughs> but uh, but yeah he comes uh, he comes next week so oh, maybe put some photos up so that's all good isn't it um, on the way out I caught Jill I think uh, I think she thought I'd left because because uh, I, I went into the kitchen to come out to leave and uh, went in to say goodbye she had like a dirty film on yeah. Something oh, what? she's watching that series that Cast told her to watch, oh, mate. Yeah. I oh, know exactly what she's watching. <laughs> I was like that. I was like, well, what's going on? I've what's had many on? a study day oh, yeah. sitting there in the snug, as they like to call it, on my laptop, listening, thinking, what the fuck is she? <laughs> what, what the chaff is she watching? <laughs> but yeah, so I think she thought I'd left. Yeah. yeah I caught I, her red handed. I, I know. know what it was. It was some, something. It's called obsession. Yeah. yeah. It was that. It was that. Yeah. It was that. Oh, is that going round? Yeah, I think Cass had her in for an appointment today, so they've obviously been talking. Oh, filthy. It is filth. It is Honestly, filthy. I was sitting there thinking, I really don't know what she's watching. Poke me around. I was like, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Casually doing a tax return. <laughs> I think she was. Cool. <laughs> See you later then. I'm going to go and put old Yeller on. <laughs> you love her. That's <laughs> a, that gets you off, doesn't you it, do. that one? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. don't know what's going on. So, mate, before we dial the guests in, yeah. you got any thanks this week? Yes, mate, I've got thanks to Lil Nick, Right Stuff Reviews, Soundtrack Your Life, Timmy, WTM, Keith Noakes, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Jamie Irwin and Lee. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Thank you very much for all those retweets. I've got special thanks this week to Jill Cassie, Jamie Russell, Glenn, Sean Panna Nicholson, Emirate Movies, LJ Humany and McIntyre, Mr Positivity, Ben and Paul from Filmbusters, Ryan, Kareem Halliwell and Dave Horrocks. Thank you all. Thank you indeed. Promo, mate? Yes, mate. Are you troubled by the dominance of the Marvel and DC cinematic universes? Do you experience feelings of dread and dreamscapes while watching the latest David Lynch offerings? Have you or your family seen anything better than Whiplash? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Open your podcast catcher and subscribe to The Professionals. Filmbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your cinematic needs. Oh, come on, you got. How can it not? That was so interesting. I didn't care for shit. It's one of the worst I've seen this year. But I think it's a great study on the, on uh, mental health. It's great. And get, give give Joaquin that Oscar. Give it to him. Well, there might be someone else. There may be, but give it to him. Just give him an extra one. Wait a minute. Did you say you shed a tear? Yeah. Oh, victory, victory. Oh, Sweet victory. Wow. At the very end. That yes. I was actually handing an olive branch. But then you could not accept it. That's why. Bullshit. I'm sorry. It's a, it's an empty shell of a film. This film, I can't see anyone who'd enjoy it. I don't even know who it's for. I think it's probably even meant to be for us. And like, if we're not finding it good, who's finding it good? Well, that's fucking cinema, man. Film, film Busters. Busters. 
We're ready to enlighten you. Uh, ben just swore then on the on the episode. That's uh, that's not good, is it? But uh, our film busters friends special episode coming up, one yeah. that you uh, just tweeted about. I did. Um, what is it? It's a clockwork orange. <laughs> A clockwork chocolate orange. French version. No, yeah. no, they're doing clockwork orange. Oh, that's a pivotal one, that, isn't it? You reckon? Yeah. Okay. If you're okay. going to do a film and you're going to have three British lads doing a film who are doing a clockwork chocolate orange, right. that is going to be good, mate. <gasps> yeah, so when... Can't wait to hear Adam talk about it. <laughs> when is it out? Do you know? Uh, soon. Okay. Soon. Oh, they normally release on Sundays, isn't it, don't they? I want to hear Adam's little thing for it where he goes, well, it's about a bloke who kind of does this and does that and then gets his eye poked. <laughs> then they smash some giant penises on people. You allowed to say penises on this? Penises, episode? yeah, penises oh, is right, an okay. anatomical word. Okay. I think we're allowed good, that one. Good. So um so yeah, so no, it'll be interesting. Even Mr. P said you can have a listen to that one. So yeah. uh, looks good. They are looks good. Movie drone. Finding po- other podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, please, everybody, listen to Film Busters every week, not just the Clockwork Orange episode. Please. Moving on? Yes, mate. Do you want to call the guess in? Let's just attempt it, see if uh, it works. And raise the standard of the podcast. <laughs> so we've got some special guests mm. on the podcast this week. One we know and love, and another one is brand new, but I'm sure we will absolutely love her as well so yeah. we've got jamie russell and his lovely lovely daughter erin on say hello guys hello there Hi. hello so uh how have you been how have you been we haven't heard from you for um quite a while in person um so uh so yeah what have you been up to well we've had a very exciting uh, easter holiday so far uh had uh, family down uh, my brother uh and nephew um, and we were at uh, Star Wars Celebration uh, <laughs> on, on, on Monday. No, I can see a mark there crumbling <laughs> away. Uh, something in it for Steve, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we, uh, we ended up uh, managing to get signatures from Emperor Palpatine and Mon Mothra. Oh, really? It's the, four- it's the 40th uh, anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Um, so we got, managed to get a big post and get the signatures and... It was fantastic, wasn't it? And we got to jump the whole queue, which was easily like two hours long because we had a VIP pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to do so, VIPs. I say one of my mates went to that. I think he paid like 150 quid to stand near uh, Hayden Christensen, uh, uh, whoever that is. Uh, uh, actually, it was, it, it was a bit naughty, to be to be honest, because um, uh, it was uh, actually my, uh, my brother's wife who has a, a, a disability access um, and she, she saw us queuing up for, for, for one of the actors and she says, oh, why don't you just slip this on? We went straight up. It's the um, one benefit, Jamie. We've got one of them. We've got one. We use it in Fort Park yeah. and the dirty looks we get are, are amazing. But I'm, I'm going back around on the ride loads of times. I'm immune. <laughs> Isn't that great? Uh, no, that sounds good. I mean, obviously, Mark's worst nightmare, you know, how he feels about uh, Star Wars. I, I think, you know, you, you watched the first one, didn't you? You mm. didn't mind it, I'm sure. And then you ruined it with a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> I did indeed. So, a um, little introduction, Erin. Um, a um, little introduction about yourself. So, how have you found yourself on the podcast? Well, I really, really love films, especially watching them with my dad. It's always been a thing we do together. 
and I just couldn't resist this opportunity to speak with you guys it's such a great opportunity I'm really thankful um I'm 15 and I've only I mean I'm sort of starting to scratch the surface with films 80s films especially Star Wars Back to the Future Ghostbusters that's my sort of era of films that I love and yeah I just love watching them talking about them it's my sort of thing Excellent. Mm. Has Dad let you actually listen to any of the podcast episodes? <laughs> no, yes. no, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I know all your formatting and I hope I fit in well. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we, we haven't. We've, uh, we've actually tried to not swear tonight. Yeah, we, I think we've, 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 I've done all right. I have not. I've done all right. No, Mark's, Mark's let a couple slip. You don't so. need to worry at all about that. No. Good. Well, I suppose you watch all these 80s films. I think, um, I think there's a lot, a lot worse in there. all at school. Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously, with, yeah. your, with your dad having watched all the 80s films first time round, um, I think he's a good teacher. Very, very uh, happy to have you on. And um, and yeah, hopefully you'll uh, you'll have fun and mm. teach us something about uh, about these eighties films. Mm. I mean, I was hoping to skip it, but go on, Mark. Welcome to the Mark reads some film lines in some similar voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points. Game hashtag what's that film? There we go. What's that film? So um, your dad is, uh, what would you say? He's all right at this. He's all right at this. Um, well, he's an irregular scorer, Steve, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. I didn't have one for last week, which yeah. means he didn't get it. Uh, it? Correct. I didn't get it. He, yeah. he doesn't claim his zeros. No. no, no. So, uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's much more difficult live. You will find, uh, you will find this. But um, who got what and what was it last week, Mark? So last week, mate, it was Deep Blue Sea. It was. That's some big scorers. Yeah. Big scorers. Ryan got a five. Right. Emma, she got a five. Yeah, that was that. yeah, that was who I knew was getting a five. Dave H got a four. Kareem got a zero. Jill got a zero. LJ got a five. Ben from Film Busters got a three. Yeah. Glyn, yeah. zero. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> I can't help it. Glyn's normally so good at it. He is. You know what I mean, so, uh, you know, I don't like to revel when people get... I beat Glyn this week, which is all I can say. I still can't believe you got it. Oh, I would like to one. have had that moment filmed. I don't <laughs> want a lot of us filmed, but that was... It's good fun. It's good it was fun. madness. So, uh, so you've got one for us this week. Uh, please tell me it's something that um, that's not like uh, completely out there for this week when we've got guests. You know, please don't show us up. So, guys, are you ready to play? What's that film? Yes, we are. Have you got your bits of paper? Uh, yes. Right, but this is specifics, right? Okay. Right, five points. What's that film? We had part of a slinky, but I straightened it. Uh, I was thinking straight in there. Not for me. No, no, no. (laughs) No. Four points. What's that film? Very good, Lewis. Short, but pointless. Oh, God. No, not for me. I recognise that, but I need need more. Three points. What's that film? You're short. Your belly button sticks out too far and you're a terrible burden on your poor mother. And it's a trilogy. I didn't say trilogy. Oh. I just said specifics. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, no, from me. No. 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 Oh, I've not done well, have I? No. Two points. What's that film? And dig this. There was a prophecy. 
just before his head died, his last words were, Death is but a door. Time is but a window. I'll be back. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> just before his head died? <laughs> just before his head died, yeah. Just before his head died. I mean, that's probably quite uh, quite an iconic line, isn't it? But, uh, it should be. Not for me, no. No. He's your kicker then, you ready? No. One point. What's that, Phil? Oh, sorry about the swearing as well. I think what I'm saying is that sometimes shit happens. Someone has to deal with it, and who you're going to call. It's not, it's not a line I recall. I don't know. Specifics. <laughs> First. I'm afraid not. Yes, hey! Steve! Ah. <laughs> what are the chances? Uh, you know. You prayed uh, on that one, I don't remember the lines in that. You're like Gary Lineker. Yeah, I know. Go hang in. I'll do that thing, you know, where someone says, uh, how many is it? And you guess, like, one over. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, I don't remember those lines. You sure your belly button sticks out and you're a terrible burden on your poor mother? No. 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 We, we, know, we, we know the first one much better than the second one, don't we? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, right, I tried. You did. I tried. As always. So, um, yeah, so if you think you know what that is, uh, mm. please let us know via DM uh, what it is and uh, how many you think you got. Yeah. Moving on. Yes, mate. So this is... Forgot about that section totally. You're showing yourself right up. Finger on um, the wrong button. <laughs> so, uh, please, Mark, um, mm. where can people send us questions? Uh, we got, have we got any in? Got any in? I think Erin said she was going to send one in next time. Lovely, beautiful. That's what I heard. Beautiful. I'm beautiful. just saying. <laughs> so, no, pre- no pressure there. Then. No so, pressure. Mate, where can Erin send her a question next week? She can send them via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. She might have to use Dad's Twitter. I don't know if she's got her own Twitter. Don't know if we encourage yeah, social media know. with... Um, yeah, don't get on social media. Evil place. Let your dad do it for you. <laughs> yes, indeed. So someone did send a question. Mm. Moving on again? Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call... Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question, question time. Yeah, it's not um, Ed Sheeran and Aaron, just in case you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Newton Faulkner. <laughs> uh, dear, I'm in trouble for that one. So, um, okay, so someone did send a question, my friend. They did. Who's it from and it, what's it about? Well, it's from Jamie. I don't know if he wants to read his own question. Jamie, you going to read your own question? Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, is it the top five wigs? Top five teacher slash mentor type people. <laughs> I was only joking. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Don't indeed. joke on here. We don't allow jokes. That's yeah. our job. I've done the wigs. You're not, <laughs> you're not supposed to have fun. No, no fun here. Yep. So, uh, question: Top ten teachers. Top ten, five. Top, top five, five mate. teachers or mentor type people. Who is going first? Guests first, mate. Okay. What you got, guys? So my number one got to be Dumbledore. Okay, then. All right. She's gone right to the top. Why not? Why not? Do you know who Dumbledore is, Mark? Yeah, you do. That's the one who went, you're a wizard, Harry, (laughs) isn't he? (laughs) No? No, that's Uh, Hagrid. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't then. What's a Dumbledore? Dumbledore teaches Harry everything he knows. I've got Um, the right series then. Yeah. Harry Potter. Nothing topped Harry Potter for me. It's just 
it's always been that. That was my first major film franchise I ever watched, I think. And Dumbledore always stuck with me. And even though my Dumbledore would be Richard Harris rather than Michael Gambon, because he had this aura of like calmness and just wiseness about him. But obviously, actor did pass on. So Michael Gambon equally as inspiring, but more on the louder side, I have to admit. Excellent. Jamie, you got a list? Yes. There's, there's a no order really for me. Um, I'll, so I'll go for John Keating. So that's uh, Robin Williams and Dead Poet Society. Good choice, um, good choice. Iconic. Um, and Robin Williams' finest, uh, well, I, I think it's his uh, most famous role. Um, and uh, yeah, standing up on the on the table scene um, is, is is just fantastic. It just it sends chills, and um, you know whenever I watch that scene. Have you ever had um, students do that for you? <laughs> oh yeah, well all, all the time, yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to tell them to just, no, we don't start the lesson with you standing on the table. <laughs> you need to sit down. <laughs> what you got then, mate? My number five, mate, Gordon Bombay. Who's Gordon Bombay? <laughs> Coach Gordon Bombay, Mighty Ducks. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh. Right. oh, I just love them. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah. Good solid <laughs> choice, that. Changed man. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. My number five, is it, well, it doesn't no particular order, is head teacher Brian Stimson from Clockwise. Okay. John Cleese. Oh, yeah. yes. All right. Okay. I, I love person who goes from one bumbling, stupid act to another. Cool. Sounds like you. Right, well, shall we do another one then, seeing as though you've done three and two, haven't you? So my number four, mate, is Sweeney from Role Models. Right. Who they have to sign in every time. <laughs> right. Okay. Sort of person that should be in charge of idiots. I like it. <laughs> so my number, my next one, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, you hate that. his student, didn't you? Oh, I suppose he was a teacher, he wasn't was he? He was a teacher, mate. Yeah. He was a teacher, yeah. Indiana Jones, one of the... Uh, oh. Imagine having that as a teacher. You know what I mean? Someone who'd been and done all those things. Imagine the field trips, all the quicksands and stuff. How many would come back? Yeah, exactly. Imagine the risk assessment on that field trip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be able to do it nowadays. Yeah. So. Okay. What's your next one, guys? Well, considering I went top for the last one, I'll just do my number two next, which is Yoda. Sorry, Mark. Yoda, more Star Wars. I mean, who doesn't love Yoda? He's, I know, he knows when it's a joke, when it's when it's serious, and he just has um, so much experience, skills. So old as well. The older you get, the more experience you collect in life. And Is that what your dad tells you? Think you're all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't sound right to me. <laughs> do you know Yoda is Mark? The little green wrinkly one. You do know little you green know. wrinkly troll thing. Yeah. yeah. Jamie, you're going to go again? Okay, yes. Um, I'm going to go for, and this is going to annoy uh, Ben and film bosses, because uh, he he had a go at uh, Adam for, for coming up with this. But I think this is a good one. Uh, Finn Dewey, Jack Black, and School of Rock. Not I seen think, it. I think it's... What? I nah. Think it's, You've not seen it? Nah. School of Rock. Nah. Uh, is it worth a watch? Well, I, I think this is a role that Jack Black was born to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he just he just embodies that character, um, and just such an energetic performance. And he clearly he's you know very knowledgeable about, uh, about music himself and being a musician himself. That particular 
era, lots of sort of you know, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Black Sabbath, things like that. That's my kind of music. So, yeah, loved it. Does that energetic performance basically mean he shouts for an hour and a half? Uh, I don't know. You might like it. Yeah? You, like, you like kids and that, don't you, in school and stuff yeah. and watching all that sort of stuff. Perhaps I'll have to give it a whirl. Yeah, there we go. What you got? My number three, mate, Mr. Kimball. Hey, I thought, I thought you'd go for him. Yeah, you got to bring a ferret into the classroom, mate. Yeah. Who's Mr. Kimball? It's not a tumour. It's what? It's not a tumour. Right. Oh, from uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. All oh, right, okay. Oh, come on, mate. Well, Classic. I don't, I don't watch all those sort of things, do I? My next one is Elizabeth Halsey from Bad Teacher. Ah, uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't remember having teachers uh, like that when I was at school. Um, so uh, most of mine had like um, wigs yeah. and, uh, and, and were men. So, um, so yeah, I like a bit of uh, Elizabeth Halsey. I like her style. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My number two, mate. Gone for more of a mentor, but I suppose he is a teacher. It's Mickey from Rocky. <laughs> oh, yes. Good one. Hey, don't look at me so confused, Steve. <laughs> Jamie agrees it's a good one. <laughs> so, guys, we've got another one. What about this? I know you, Mark. I don't know mm. if you, you might have this one. What about Mr. Miyagi? Karate Kid. Well, I'll just scribble number one off and add an honourable in. No, it's great choice. It's the only choice. Let's be honest. You put that that sentence, that question together. It's the only possible choice. I'll be surprised if Steve hasn't got it for his number one. Oh, no, I've not got it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite line? Wax on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what he's known for, right? Uh, paint the fence. Yes. Oh, yeah, paint yeah. the fence. Sand a floor. <laughs> is that your last one, guys? Is that our last one? Yeah. 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 Is it? Okay. So I suppose I've got a couple. My next one is Terence Fletcher from Whiplash. Oh. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. That's good. He that's is. Like, if I was a teacher, that's, I'd like to be like like that. If Shouty. Teacher. Yeah. Well, most of my teachers were like that at school. They used to chuck stuff and that, smash you around yeah. the back of the head. Yeah. That was, that was when you could properly teach. That was. <laughs> Teach lessons. Yeah, about all this health and safety stuff. Um, yeah, so Terence Fletcher from Whiplash. Okay, so my final one then, mate, will be Father Merrin from The Exorcist as a mentor right. to Karras. Uh, okay. Helping him through, seeing as though Miyagi got stolen. Right. Okay. <laughs> my last one, I suppose, uh, is a recent one. It's Charlie from The Whale. Oh, uh, yeah, good was, one. He was nice. He, he was. was. Nice. I hadn't even considered that. Yeah. That's a good one, mate. He was quite a good teacher, wasn't I'm it? actually impressed. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was quite a good teacher. He actually. was a great teacher. From what, from what I saw, and it's always uh, it's always that air of mystery, wasn't it? Because mm. he never had his webcam on. Yeah. You know I mean? Much like us tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just because uh, you can't work it. But there we go. There's a few good mentors there, aren't there? Yeah. So do you rate yourself, Jamie, as, as being as good as any of those guys? Oh, of course not. Nowhere close. Do you speak like Yoda to your uh, to your class? Because that would be uh, that would be good. Uh, that well, that w- wouldn't help as an English teacher. That's for sure. <laughs> Have you tried getting Erin to do the hoovering and washing up and tell her you're teaching her a mixed martial art? <laughs> <laughs> Child labour. Yeah, it's all learning. It's all learning. So when he attacks you, like you'll be able to defend yourself with washing the dishes and pushing the Dyson. The <laughs> <laughs> it's the 2020 version. <laughs> so there we go. Thank you very, very much for that question, guys. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that one. Mm. All right. 
Shall we move on? Let's, mate. We saw a film. We did. We saw a film that's currently 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, one hour, 35 minutes long. Bill's a horror, sci-fi thriller with a synopsis of a deadly entity from space crash lands near a small town and begins consuming anyone in its path. Panic ensues A shady government scientist tries to contain the horrific creature. $19 million budget, a lot of watermelons in that, grossing $8.2 million. This is directed by Chuck Russell, starring Kevin Dillon, Shawnee Smith, Donovan Leach, Jeffrey DeMunn, Candy Clark and Joe Sanaka. This was 1988's The Blob. Clip. If it had a mind, you could reason with it. If it had a body, you could shoot it. If it had a heart, you could kill it. The Blob. Terror has no shape. Oh, the old 1980s uh, proper trailer, that one. About 50 yeah. edits in that. Was it? Just to get them bits in. Was it? The, yeah. old, uh, the old reading out uh, trailer. Absolutely fantastic. So, um, I mean, you don't disappoint, um, guys, when you choose films for us to do. We obviously had Jamie on for The Thing, which was another mm. uh, classic. So we've got another uh, classic 80s uh, remake, this one. So uh, this, is the, uh, this so. is the second one. Yeah. So, um, guys, just quickly... Why are we uh, reviewing this week, 1988's The Blob? Well, I think um, I'm on a movie drone mission here. Uh, and that, uh, as you mentioned before, um, started off with a thing, now The Blob. And my ambition is to finish off an 80s horror remake trilogy with The Fly later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- these, are the th- these are the three sci-fi horror films that I, that I really remember loving to watch uh, when I was Aaron's age. Um, and just the thought of, you know, 30 years or so later to be then speaking uh, about it uh, on a podcast uh, with my film buddy here is, is, is fantastic. So, yeah, I, I, just, I wanted to choose a nostalgic sci-fi horror film from my childhood, so similar age as Aaron, and The Blob was the film to choose. Lovely, lovely. So, Aaron... Are you enjoying all of these uh, these eighties films that your dad? I mean, you mentioned it earlier. What about the horror ones? Do you enjoy the horror ones as much? Absolutely. Um, I never used to be a horror fan. I never called myself a horror fan. But until I watched the eighties horror films, I think I've watched quite a few of them uh, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alien being the most recent one. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed them especially practical effects. It's one of the most fascinating parts of the horror films. And, yeah, I love seeing new ones and the blob certainly delivered. So, mate, mm. we, we, we normally start with, with you. So I think, shall we, what did you think of 1988, The Blob? I had a decent enough time with it. I did, I did. It's not one I've seen before, but it's one of the weird ones where I watch it and I almost felt a bit of nostalgia. Right. Because it's it felt very familiar um, in with a lot of the other sort of horror films of that time, especially, as Aaron said, with the practical effects. One of the strangest 18-rated films I think I've ever seen. Right. Because it certainly didn't feel 18 until they started putting guts and gore in it. Right. It had no other sort of edge to it than that, I think, other than people being folded into. And it come across a bit hokey. 
Um, hokey? Yeah, a bit hokey, a little bit, little bit too nice, but it had a decent amount of blood and guts in it. I'm just not convinced them two parts of the film matched up. Right, okay. I, I expected edge and guts and gore, whereas it's quite nice with guts and gore. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So, guys, what did you think of 1988's The Blob? Well, there's a film um, from, from my childhood, as I said before. It'd been uh, quite a while uh, since I'd uh, last watched it. VHS, was it? <laughs> I, did, I, I obviously I'd first watched it at VHS. Um, I, did, I did get it a few years ago um, on DVD. Um, it's quite difficult to get hold of. And, uh, yeah, it, it really holds up. As uh, Aaron said, you know, the, the special effects... I love practical special effects, um, and so that's why the, the 80s films are, are particularly uh, fantastic for that. Um, half of the budget was spent on the special effects, and they really show that really the, the monster is, is the star. The blob is the star. I, I think it holds up um, to modern scrutiny. Yeah, I totally forward what Dad said. The cutting-edge practical effects for the time really impressed me, modern kid. He saw the technology to produce such amazing effects that I just take for granted, but absolutely loved eating up this film. It was really, really impressive. Not too gory for me. Um, And it was, you know, very interesting to see who would be the main bad guy because there never really was a main bad guy because they would always get killed off and you'd be, like, left hanging a bit. What, what do you think was surprising about this film or from a character perspective? When, when you started watching it, who did you think was going to be the main protagonist? I thought the the guy at the beginning, what's his name, Paul, I thought he would be the main guy, but he just got taken out of the hospital and I was like, oh my gosh, where is this going? And the main rat of the town, one who's played by Dylan, Brian, that's him. Um, yeah, he was... Ultimately, the main guy for me, I think. Yeah, he's a bit, bit of an anti-hero. Anti-hero. Yeah. Kevin Dillon. Yeah, what a legend. The old, the old Kevin, the old, the old Dillons. They do, uh, they do pop up. We got Kevin in this one, which was, uh, which was good in full leather regalia mm. with uh, the old pointed boots and uh, and the, the, the frown. Uh, yeah, and the eighties haircut. Absolutely uh, amazing. But yeah, you're right. We do like on Movie Drone uh, those films where when you think that the main protagonist or the main person gets killed off pretty quick, don't we, mate? Yeah, for me, it's brave filmmaking, especially for the time. I mean, I look now and you think like The Scream and The Hunt and films like that where it takes your swerve and it was a great swerve to have because I assumed exactly the same. He was going to be the main dude. Yeah. And somehow he was going to get out with this blob thing. Then his face melted. I was did, like, did you know Kevin Dillon before? Did you? Have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know which one. I just called him Dillon. Okay. I don't really. I don't really try and distinguish between which one's which. Okay. Um, you're right about the effects. So, um, and you probably named three of the biggest ones from from the eighties. So, uh, the thing was was particularly good. And I was I didn't remember really how good the effects were on this. That blob was phenomenal it was absolutely phenomenal and uh yeah i just cannot remember this i probably saw this on vhs was probably the last time i don't think i've watched it since the 80s and they were they were good they were good i mean some of the main bits the sheriff's face 
mm. in there. That was a good one. The phone yeah. booth, the phone booth bit. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that one. There was a couple of dodgy bits when it sort of started to go away from practical effects, like when they was running in the hallway and we had sort of like early CGI was bit exactly dodgy. what I've got, mate. I thought for when it got to the green screen stuff. Yeah. I yeah. thought it showed its age. Yeah. That bit hadn't aged so well, but But it wasn't much. There wasn't much. Wasn't the much. practicals were above and beyond. They were absolutely bang on. Yeah, yeah. And it just that's why I think I got that nostalgia bit from it, because you're almost going back to a time when that was in film mm. rather than just everything being CGI. Yeah. I mean the the, the characters themselves, um the, the 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 bad boy, the bad boy Kevin Dillon didn't really have that many obviously we had the, the the lady the rest of it they sort of killed off what i would say were the, the bigger mm. people the they sheriff got through them didn't they and the waitress so uh erin having not been what, what do you think of the 80s as a decade of filmmaking or do you like the style of the 80s films what is it about 80s films because obviously you never lived through that and sort of like the music and that sort of thing and watch that then so what i'm, I'm interested to find out what is appealing yeah, not living through the 80s is something that, you know, I wish I could have done. But then again, there's this particular thing about 80s films that I really love. Just because you know, some of it isn't realistic about some of the practical effects and it shows the age of the film. But some of them are like really cutting edge for the time. And you can see how people would have been really amazed by um, some of the monsters and how how the faces melted how people got ripped in half i i think i think you like not not just horror but you like the sort of fantasy mm-hmm. uh element and i think particularly in the 80s you had quite a quite a few films that were very imaginative and creative mm-hmm. with, the, with the fantasy side i feel that some of the realism in the 80s films can be portrayed because they have lots of um imaginative creative writers from the 80s which stand out particular to me um especially because all the trademark films horror films from the 80s are the ones we love the most like the thing aliens terminator and it's got a particular style of the effects that i love that just can't be replicated now i think you missed the goonies off that list <laughs> well i mean or- I think how jealous are everyone else here that Erin's getting to watch these films for the first time. Obviously, uh, we get that saturation. So we were talking about Back to the Future and we've watched it so many times and it's been on that sort of we've got a little bit saturated with it. Mm. But just being able to watch things like Terminator and Alien and that for, for the first time just must be fantastic. Can't remember first time we watched it. We're very, very jealous just out of interest, Erin, so if you watch a, f- a new film, because you, you are a newbie, you're, you're into this digital world, you've got your phones. Well, I mean, we never had phones. We was out in fields when we was your age, catching lizards and stuff like that, so we didn't have all of this. We watched films on VHS, Betamax. We had four channels on the telly. <laughs> Steve might have only remembered three channels I on do, the I telly. <laughs> uh, but, like, you've got that direct comparison. We have that nostalgia part where we look back at those old films and we probably like them a little bit more because of the feelings we had when we were kids and that was the cutting edge bit do you prefer the older ones or do you look at these new ones that are all cgi and are you amazed by them or do they leave you feeling a bit empty well that's a good point you're making because i feel that sometimes the effects can become a bit too 
I don't know, CGI. It's not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's like more realism behind the older films because they had to do so much creative genius in order to make some effects possible. And to do that, they'd need to um, have models, not just completely computer generate new effects. So more modern films can lack something in that department. And I come away from 80s films feeling that I just had an experience, whereas new films, no, it just doesn't do that for me. Sounds about right. Which I was after watching Avatar 2 last week. It sounds, it sounds perfectly right. There was a few bits in this that were um, of its age. Yeah. So obviously, um, like the college making out parts and stuff like yeah. that were certainly of the, of that age. Yeah. Um, a lot of opinions have obviously changed. Um, what do you think about the actual um, feeling that you got from it? It, it, it did show its age in, in certain places. It did. It reminded me quite a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street, if I'm honest. Right, okay. um, a lot of the way the scenes were set and they went and they did them in the dark and the filming style, mm. which, I mean, it was certainly around that same sort of side, uh, same sort of time. I wouldn't be surprised if some people worked on it. Mm. Um, I do want to give them 10 out of 10 for their fire extinguisher use. I was using the CO2 fire extinguishers correctly, so I'm not going to have to deduct points. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, the aura of it, like I say, that is the one thing I'm just conflicted about because it certainly felt more hokey than we got. Right. Um, it felt a little bit, a little bit cheesy in points, right. which I didn't get from stuff like Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but they certainly made up for it with, I mean. Close your ears a minute, Aaron. It's probably not a nice thing to talk about, but they killed a kid. That is a big... That, for me, I was watching that thinking, this kind of film, they're going to let him get away. Right. Uh, but he, like, the blob's got him. Somehow she's going to manage to be the heroine and get him out of the blob. No, his face melted as well. <laughs> and I was like, that is, that's quite a lot of guts Yeah, yeah. to do that. I think it takes a lot of guts to follow through with that in a film. Mm. And I can imagine at the time it actually being quite controversial. Most definitely. If I hopefully say they say a few things about the hokiness and the cheesiness of it, I think I think that's deliberate because the original 1958 film was definitely you know a, a, a creature feature B movie, very cheesy, hokey at the time. So there was there was a deliberate attempt to sort of recreate that style with the remake. It's actually quite. Uh, Quite similar to the to the original film, and it certainly starts off almost the exact same way. It has ridiculously old actors trying to play teenagers that will put uh, Greece to shame. You've got mm-hmm. Steve McQueen, who's twenty eight but looks about forty eight, trying to be a teenager, but um, they managed to get that right in the remake uh, at least a little bit closer to the age of teenagers. I think it was deliberately going for that sort of. Um, style as a homage to the original film. Regarding the, the Nightmare on Elm Street comment, did you know that uh, the director and writer did Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors? I did not because my week has been full of rubbish and crap and I haven't been able to get on to much to do the research, but uh, that, that it certainly explains a lot. Is that the one I yeah. don't like? That's the one you're not keen on. Oh, okay, yeah. I think it's the best of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. Uh, it's, it's one that Ryan... Shout out to Ryan. Um, he, he really likes uh, uh, Dream Warriors. And uh, yeah, that was, it. they actually wanted to do the blob uh, first, but weren't able to uh, um, get the interest at the time. Then went on to do Elm Street 3 in 87. That was particularly successful. Um, so it's, it's uh, 
uh, Frank Darabont who did the screenplay. So then that was so successful, they were then in a better position to the, uh, the blob in 88. 30 years to the day, I believe, it was released to the original. 30 years. It just didn't feel it's like almost a like the time it? between the avatars, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel like a B-movie. No. Well, I remembered it. I think when it, when uh, you said about doing it, um, uh, Aaron and Jamie, that I thought, oh, it's a... I remember that as a B movie, but I, I know the original was, but no, this this wasn't. This wasn't. It, it, no, no, no. For, for me, it sits nicely in almost like a creature feature mm. thing. Do you know what? When I mean, we got like the Triffids and we got Swarm, and you're all it's just wreaking havoc. And there's that one little thing at the end where they discover if you spray it with seawater, suddenly that's the big thing that saves everyone. And this had that very similar temp. It almost felt like a real fusion of different films like with horror and with the the B-movie vibe to it and the creature feature thing. It, it almost feels a little bit ahead of its time and like people have templated some parts of this. Well, I, I'm sure I remember it on the same shelf as things like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and stuff. Mm. And that's why I just thought it was a, a it was a, a proper B-movie. It's been a long time, but um, no, I was, uh, I was just certainly surprised. Was, was this the first time for you watching it, Steve? No, no, no. I saw it. I've, I've seen it in very, very many years ago. Probably too many. So I saw it when it was uh, when it sort of probably first came out. I just did not remember anything about it being sort of so good with the effects. I thought it was going to be very comical, but it I think wasn't. that's why I've re- this was my first watch. Yeah, and I think I, that's why I've rejected it because there are some pretty bad films similarly named. Where you watch and you think, gee, like Snow Beast or something like that. <laughs> Snow Beast, for example, amazing. But yeah, you get the, you do get those B movies, and without some of that nostalgia, like I like that um, one that's one that's from the seventies, and it's terrible. But I've got the nostalgia of watching it with my dad and all them sort of bits. Whereas if I sort of went to watch it now, I'd rip it to pieces. Let's be honest. And this was a far better film than I ever thought it was going to be. Do, have you guys looked into how they done the blob, how they actually made the blob and stuff? There was a thickening agent, I think, I, I, I read. Um, I think the kids call it slime kits. now. They've, yeah. all got, they've all got their little mini blobs and they make the kits. All right. Well, you've uh, just reminded me, Aaron, there's, there's something trivia-wise that you found out actually related to what's that film that mm-hmm. we didn't get. Yes. So, shocker, we didn't get Ghostbusters 2, but... Um, you might recognise that the slimy pink goo from Ghostbusters 2, which is found all over the tunnels, is actually deleted scenes of the blob, the actual monster, um, and it's used in the Ghostbusters film. I'm going to show Steve my notes because I've literally got on there. I couldn't help but keep thinking of Ghostbusters 2. (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah, it's it's something that uh, was quite common, I understand, at the time because... It's the same studio for both films, TriStar. And if they can use deleted footage, footage that's not used in, in, in other films, they'll do that. And I remember uh, that happened quite a lot in trailers as well. I remember a lot of trailers having um, the Aliens music, you know, when Bishop is um, flying out at the end of Aliens, you've got James Horner's really rousing score. That was frequently used in lots of other uh, 20th Century Fox trailers. So... It was obviously quite common practice at the time. And, yeah, when it, when Erin watched it with me, she said, that looks like Ghostbusters too. And so we looked into it and, yeah. Lo and behold. Yeah, I suppose film was expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose so. Yeah, you might as well keep the budgets down. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, can I can I bring something up? And I don't know if everyone's going to agree. Um, I've kind of made it a nice word, nice word, but what a shite ending! What is? I, I like we've spent an hour and a half with this blob that's running away and it's killing everyone. Good length. For uh, the yeah, film, yeah, it was lovely length yeah. of film. It was really good, and I could have done without that final scene. That I think assume I can only assume tried to set it up for the blob too, because right. we've suddenly can keep it in a sweet jar. Right. It's terrifying blob thing that could smash its way through anything and he's got it in a sweet job. Yeah, didn't have the volume, oh, did it? Mark, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you there and Erin's shaking her head as well. You've unleashed the teacher here. Right. <laughs> okay, I thought it was a great ending. One thing that um, I think I think is uh, Ian reads into this film, I think you can take it on multiple levels. You can take it as an entertaining film. It is, particularly for the first half, it rockets along. Um, and it's just good fun. But there's a clear sort of uh, undercurrent as well of um, sort of anti-authority um, ideology running throughout the film. So it's very sort of anti-government, uh, anti-police, um, anti-religion, anti-institution. So the, the ending where you have this very sort of creepy uh, vicar slash priest guy who was introduced earlier, um, and he sees this as an opportunity. You know, he's this is like the second coming for him. And, you know, he's, he's a dangerous person. He gets sense he's got hold of, um, you know, this is the, 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 the beginnings of what will. I know you say it's in you know, a little jar, but that's how the blob started as this, you know, small globule, basically, but then becomes as it absorbs its victims. So ah, it's a terrifying prospect to have. This biological weapon, that's another thing we were, it's, it's not an alien, as we first thought. This is actually something that the government has engineered. It's biological. It's a weapon. Um, that can be beaten think, with a fire extinguisher, let's be honest. If it comes at me, I'll just give, pshht, pshht. We now know how to defeat it. Will you just have some handily placed snowmaking machines sat in a garage? God, you, you just suck the fun out of everything, didn't Sorry, you? I don't mean to suck the fun out. I, I just felt that final scene, for me, was like the new school stingers when I sat and watched um, John Wick 4 the other day and I just watched the stinger on it and was like, ah, don't. And I think without that 20-second final scene, you might have liked it. I think for me, without it, I could have done, but it felt like it was really trying to lead itself to something. Did we ever get a blob too? Did they ever yeah, write yeah. it? Did they ever... No, no, because uh, the, the film did a thing. It uh, failed at the box office. So it was clearly an attempt to establish a franchise. Mm. But, yeah, it, it was. It uh, disappointed the box office and, and that was it. But Which is a are, shame, isn't it, when you see the quality of what they've done mm. and actually what they've yeah. produced and how groundbreaking it probably was that it mm. didn't get the support it probably needed. I don't think it was marketed very well in the end. Um, how do you market? It was, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know how you market yeah, the no, blob. I mean, it's, I can't imagine that, like, it, I mean, it's, yeah, the trailer and stuff and just have it, and it's called the blob. I mean, it's, it's got to be it's got to be difficult to market, isn't it, really? Yeah, I think so, but apparently uh, the director was really disappointed with how it was marketed. I think they were more, ended up being more interested in other, and it depends where it's uh, put on the production Line if it's if it's put against uh, big films that are that are going to uh, be, be, be too much competition. I think it was up against uh, Tom Hanks as Big, and that that was that was a massive film at the time. 
and a child audience. The the blob is not marketed towards children, which would obviously help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say he's brave. I suppose there was more eighteens back then. They've sort of gone back on doing eighteens now, aren't they, for commercial success? Yeah. Um, I'm interested, Aaron. So you keep talking. We keep talking Alien. We keep talking The Fly. Let's chuck. What was the other one? The thing in there. Where are you rating this one in the spectrum? Uh, well, you haven't seen the fly yet. That's no. that's that's one that I've uh, I've, I've held off. I'm thinking she's not quite ready for David Cronenberg body horror. You don't want to be getting up in the middle of the night to screams. No, the, the fly terrified uh, my brother. I mean, when he watched at your age, so I'm I'm, I'm going to leave that for a little bit longer. He had yeah. nightmares after, after that film. Well, yeah, obviously, I think really highly of these collections of horror films that I'm currently going through. I was personally really impressed with The Blob, and I would place it roughly between maybe Sting and Alien. Okay. First Alien. Yeah, very good. Scoring highly, scoring highly. (laughs) Up there. What's it also, you look can answer me this, what's it like to watch this film without having your missus sitting there every two minutes going... What the frickety frack are you watching? <laughs> what, but what? I don't understand. She what? don't get films like this, does she? But I, I don't get what's to, what's to get. It's just fun. It is, it is ultimately a ridiculous idea, isn't it? As yeah. far as horror villains you, you, go. You would hope blob. so. Yeah, you would yeah. hope so. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, she don't get the enjoyment out of these films that I do. I thought it was... I was sitting there laughing, belly laughing, when some of them were getting eaten. And every two minutes, like, what are you watching? <laughs> is this one of Steve's ones? <laughs> No, it's Jamie's one. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Well, no, I mean, Jill, Jill comes into the to the room and just looks at the telly and just tuts and just goes out, and that's it. <laughs> I think we've got to that situation there where where we've been together long enough. And she's seen some films. She's seen me watching some films. Yeah. Um, I've made her sit through Greasy Strangler and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's nice. It's nice. I mean, I, I'm jealous of of um, of obviously Jamie and and Erin yeah. being able to watch it. I don't have anyone to watch these films. No, I, I I don't. I don't have that. Jill won't watch them. So I've got little and starting to watch films like this with me. I had to watch Green Mile and bits, but she's a few years younger than Erin. I think she's got a little bit of few more years before I can start introducing her to quite to stuff like this. Do you think she'll like the blob and stuff like that? Do you think she'll find that funny? I'd, I'd, I'd hope so. I, I think she she seems to have, similar to her, and she seems to have a good taste in films. She likes to see it and she likes to watch them, but there has been a couple that she has to sleep with her bedroom door open now. Right. I might have taken it a little bit too far, <laughs> a little bit too early. So I'm, I'm going to do what Jamie does and bide my time with a few of them. Just in case. Oh, I'm interested, Erin. Do, do you find the humour in these films? Because for me, they're quite funny, even though they're supposed to be horror films. I think that we've had a saturation of horror films throughout mm. throughout our many years um, on this planet. But do you find them funny? Um, do you find them scary? Um, what, what, what level are you are you at? Kind of embarrassed to say this, but I'm I'm not a psychopath. I promise. But <laughs> I was laughing at some scenes from the thing. Especially where it was just it was it was sort of unrealistic, so that's why I was laughing. Right. But um, I do find the humour in the deaths of characters because I know it's fake, you know, and I know it's not real, which is why I don't usually get scared too easily out of horror films. And so on top of that, you talked about the kid's death earlier, how it's quite controversial at the time, but 
I absolutely hated the kid. I found him really naggy, annoying. Yeah. And I sort of took a little, little bit of justice out of his death because I think <laughs> it's, 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 what, it's what the viewers sort of were wanting in the end. And yeah. um, I was rooting for it. I was like, come on, go get him. And, you know, yeah. I was rewarded. That's what we liked. So going off of that, did, would you say favourite scene? Or have yes. you got any favourite um, scenes? I do have a couple of favourite scenes. The phone box scene where the sheriff's face was sliding across across the phone box. I found that quite hilarious. Um, and just when it imploded, I found that quite impressive. Um, again, cutting edge for the time. And again, the boy's death in the cinema. Yeah. Was in the sewer? Oh, in the sewer. Sorry, in the sewer. But yes. Steve? I mean, it's got to be the phone box, and and okay. there is it's the sheriff bit, I suppose, because I, I didn't expect the sheriff and the waitress to die. Okay, if I'm honest, I thought that they were going to be like mm. a like a sort of sub story. Kevin Dillon, it was obviously going to be that. I would have preferred him to be off. Yeah, if I'm honest, I uh, think at that point I wasn't unconvinced they wouldn't have done. No, no, no. I, I thought didn't. we'd end up. We, we had the sort of final boy, final girl thing. Yeah, but sometimes you just get a final female, and I've points i thought that was where we was heading because they didn't mind getting rid of people plus it was obviously the lesser of the dylans so, yeah uh, so i thought they might but uh but no certainly i think it's the sheriff the sheriff's face yeah. it was certainly the best one for me okay yeah um, for me it's a hospital scene at the start um i think oh, yeah. i think it did two double crosses there because we had the point where we had the grebo laying on the bed and like his eyes were rolling and he went to get the doctor and I thought he was going to come back and suddenly the Grebo's all all right. What are you talking about, kid? It's all a bit weird. Pulls the covers back. There's half of him missing. <laughs> and I thought that that was a good little double take because normally them sort of things, now you're imagining it, we're, we're going to sort of hide it away for a little while. But they went proper in on it and then he got eaten. Yeah. <laughs> like all within two or three minutes. I was like, this whole film has just turned right around from being this little blob thing to now we've got Two dead people. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a good start to a film, that. Yeah. It took a while to get going, but when it did, it went quick. Any other scenes to mention? Yeah, um, I really like the restaurant uh, plug hole plunger scene. Nah, that was never uh, going to end well. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as soon as he puts his hand in, um, he, he's in trouble. But uh, yeah, just the way he's, he's just pulled in and, and uh, forced through that plug hole and disintegrated uh, by, by the blog and that that's a spectacular scene um i think that's the first half of the film i, I agree it does take a little bit while to, to get going but they're establishing the characters quite effectively there's quite a lot of good sort of foreshadowing you know setting up things that are going to happen later on you mentioned the court oh yeah. yes so when the two boys are sneaking out to watch this film in cinema the mum is nagging at the boy to do up his coat. You know, it's cold outside. Don't want to catch a cold. Yeah, and he says the zip doesn't and work. He says the zip doesn't work. It's jammed. But the mum fixes the zip, zips it up for him. And that ultimately nearly kills the boy because his coat gets trapped inside the door. Mm. And he's like, oh, no, can't get out, can't get out. And if his zip was undone, he would have been able to slip out. But because the mum did it, it foreshadowed thought something was mm. going to happen there. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Never listen to your parents. There's a lesson <laughs> learnt. I mean, what are they? But yeah. Nags. yeah, exactly. See, I think it's that Jamie's scene he's talking about with the hand down. That was the one that really reminded me of Nightmare on Elm Street when it sort of all went on the ceiling as well. 
Is that yeah. garbage disposal a good idea? No. That? Why do they? What do they have that? Do they still have them in America? Those garbage disposal. I do don't know. know. I know they have one on the Flintstones. Do they? <laughs> I've never seen a film where it's been a good idea. No. If I'm honest. Even Final Destination, he gets his hand caught down with a ring, doesn't he? Yeah, I'd like to know how many uh, accidents uh, uh, garbage disposal uh, uh, causes in mm. America. Any more finishing them. remarks before we go to schools? I don't. I'm pleased that I watched it again. I really am surprised um, that uh, that I haven't remembered how good it was. It also makes me want to watch the original again just to see mm-hmm. how B movie that was. Yeah. And um and yeah, it's sort of in those sort of style of films because I like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and things like that. And I think that that, mm-hmm. that for me this is a an example of a remake that I th- think is better than the original. So yeah, it's good, guys. I don't have any uh, anything else I want to say about the film, but I found out that there, um, there's a Blob Fest. Yeah? Yeah, in, in Pennsylvania. So that's where the original Blob film uh, was filmed in 1958. And uh, it, must, it must be a big sort of, sort of cult, cult film because every year in Pennsylvania, and, and it's in the same cinema, so they have a similar sort of cinema scene in the original, so they have a three-day event, um, and one of the things that they do in this event is they recreate the theatre scene. They all make it up to look like the 1958 film, and the actors are all dressed up to look like characters. And, uh, yeah, and there's lots of other sort of, uh, uh, sort of uh, celebrations linked into... I think it's the original film. I don't think it's... I think they do have actors who may come in from, from the remake, but it's basically... The original film that seems to have this odd cult following. That's awesome. It's a long old way to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably YouTube it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go. Yeah, like it, I would go a, if, if it was down it. the road. Yeah, it's in July in the in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, if it was down the uh, road and I was free. I know, it's something that Ryan might be interested in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm interested in going, but where's Pennsylvania in regards to Florida, though? Because everything over there is like a 12-hour flight, even if you're going within country, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's close, if I'm honest. It's near New York, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. No idea. Oh, there, he can fly up. He's fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, you're going. Let us know what it's like. Yeah. (laughs) Live stream it. Yeah. Right, scores. (laughs) Who can first? And you need to explain to Aaron this is out of 100. I'd say over 90 was I did thoroughly enjoy it and I would watch it again. I'd give it a 92. Ooh, that's a big score. It is a big that's score. a big score. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, go on and join me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to go for 85. Really, okay. really good. Re- really enjoyed it. It's not quite as good as a thing. That's still my, my favourite of the three. And I give that a 95 or 6 or something like that. Yeah, 85 is about right for me. Okay. Cool. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, it's not one of my um, films that I sort of go to from from the 80s. There's a lot more horror films that I do watch. I'm glad that I watched it again. I've given it a solid 73. No. What? I've got 73. Have you? Yeah. Oh, right. There we go. <laughs> yeah, which there I think is quite solid. It is. Yeah. It is, certainly for me. But, yeah. uh, but it's not one of... I, I will watch it again. I yeah. will actually watch it again, just for the practical effects, to be yeah. honest. Um, obviously not for the sort of like the storyline. I want to watch like it on one in Magic Evenings. I'm on my own. Do you? you so should. I can actually get some snacks and sit and watch it. You should watch it um, outside on the on the Oh, get my thing. little projector yeah, out. Yeah, it should be like one of those. Oh, be good, that's right? a good shelf. That'd be good, yeah. Um, are you watching anything else? 
Have I watched anything else? Only rubbish, mate. Right. Let's be fair. Um, I, I was studying when I so she had that where the crawdads sing. Right. That was that's all right. That I watched down to you. Right. And I'm watching this series Beef. Right. A24. It's weird, mate, because I don't like it, right. but I can't stop watching it. Right. <laughs> I'm. He's got enough to keep me hooked, but I'm not that fast. Okay. You watched anything else, guys? We haven't watched much this week because we've uh, family and friends over. Like you mentioned Alien. Mm-hmm. That's probably the last film we watched together. Um, we really enjoyed that. I, I, she has seen Aliens as well, but I. This is my fault with this. I, I jumped in a little bit, and uh, she watched Aliens first, and then Alien, which is how I uh, experienced the films when I was younger. So maybe I just wanted her to have a similar experience to me. But um, you loved Aliens, Alien. You still liked it? I liked it, yeah. I'd watch it again. But, um, yeah, not. it was very different to what I was expecting. It wasn't as action-packed. It mm. was quite slow to start up with. It sort of lagged a bit in areas. But ultimately, got a Sigourney Weaver horror thriller. It's good in all areas, really. I can't disagree about mm. obviously the pacing, but yeah, Alien was uh, Aliens obviously more about the one scene, isn't it? Mm. I mean, and then Aliens goes mental. <laughs> um, I've watched uh, King of New York. Okay, that's it. Okay, that's all I've managed to watch. Well done. Huh? You got one in. I did get one. Yeah, in. you're right. That's that's all right though. That's all right. But it's it's, it's obviously quite old now. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah Lawrence- I need to rewatch that one. That's uh, Christopher Walken. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, Christopher Walken uh, yeah, and, and yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah. So uh, was he Lawrence then or Larry? <laughs> God knows, Mark. Right. I don't know. He had gold <laughs> teeth in it. You know, what I mean? right. could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. So there we go. There yeah. we go. Thank you very much, obviously, for uh, for giving us that film to watch. So uh, that was good. That yeah, was good, good luck, Erin, on your podcast career. Now we, that's what we do. We make people podcast stars. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It was it was very very nice coming on, and hope I have more to come. Cool. We were just going to run through, uh, just going to run through the next bit. And you got to do your joke. Yeah. So yeah. Do you want to move on, Mark? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is a section that we have to call homework. Quick one this week because there's no homework. I'm just going to set you homework for the next time. Ooh. Okay then, mate. I'm giving you a 1977 film directed by Dario Argento, mm. starring Jessica Harper, Stefani Cassini, Flavio Bucci, Miguel Bosi, and others. Running time of 99 minutes. Box office of 1.43 billion lira. Works out at $1.8 million, apparently. Huh? 7.3 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of an American newcomer to a prestigious German ballet academy comes to realise that the school is a front for something sinister amid a series of grisly murders. I'm giving you 1977's 
Suspiria. Oh, Cassie's going to hate you, mate. I'm so pleased. I'm chuffed. Well, we we had a little bit of a uh, little bit of a not a backlash, I'd say, no. but um, uh, we've had people saying that the original is better, and I said I wouldn't mind watching it. I was a little bit scared about watching it. Let's watch it. Mm. And you're not allowed to watch it, yeah. but now you're allowed to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I've got to, by law. Yeah, so there we go. Oh, so. I'm actually really excited about that. It's one I've wanted to see, and it'll be a good one to give it a fair comparison yeah. to. Good, good. Thanks. Um, you, uh, have you seen Suspiria, Jamie, the original one? Um, I haven't, actually. So and it's, I'm ashamed to admit that, and I know it's, uh, it's one of those... Uh, Giallo classics, and um, I'm definitely looking forward to watching it. Yeah, good, good. I, uh, I am too. So uh, that'd be good. Mm. Yeah, we'll get to watch it. So uh, next week's main mate, you're gonna. Yeah. Uh... Oh, we're not doing one next week. He's <laughs> gonna shock everyone. <laughs> this is our first week break forever <laughs> since COVID, I think. And it ain't. It's not a joke. It's not an April Four. Nothing. No. I, I know that during COVID, we uh, we put out. I put out your uh, impressions yeah. thing. Which was fun, and uh, maybe we'll, I just ain't got time this week, mate. No, I'm going on holiday. So am I. Midweek, and mm. uh, we're actually going to miss a week, Jamie, for the first time um, in wow. four years or so. Um, well, uh, you deserve it. Yay, we do deserve uh, yeah. it. Yeah, but but I, I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be weird, isn't it? We it's going to be really strange. We'll come back. But we'll I mean, I'm back. going on holiday, and I don't take my phone with me on holiday, so there'll be no one to publish it. No. You'll be away, so there won't be anyone to edit it, and neither of us will be around to record it. So it's kind of <laughs> made its own decision. Well, I'm running the marathon when yeah. it's supposed to go out, so, yeah. so none of us could do it. So we made the decision that we are missing a week. Mm. So there we go. Yeah. We do apologise about that. Mate, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. So thank you very much for coming on guys yeah thank you so much sorry it's been so long i've been promising and promising and promising it was more than worth the wait and erin um we are really 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 chuffed about the relationship you have with your dad over film um don't let anything get in the way of that because film is a fantastic way to uh to bond with people and it sounds like you're on a journey that oh, i'm only jealous that i'm not going on on the first the first time again so you should um yeah you should embrace that Watch as many films as you can and certainly don't go to work. Just no. stay at home. And, and tell everyone at school about the podcast you was on. Get them to download it. Um, <laughs> any, anyone. You know, if, if, if you can canvas some, just if they all download 10 episodes each, don't have to listen to them. I'm, I'm just going to embarrass her now by saying I'm so proud of her. And uh, yeah, along may our film journey. It's, it takes a lot of guts to come on it really really does um, and you should be proud of yourself for doing it and there are so many films you get to watch for the first time and I'm so jealous yeah very much so so have you enjoyed yourself Erin? oh absolutely yeah it's been great good good and we'll uh, we'll certainly uh, have you on again I'm looking forward to the jokes now <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah so guys do you want to say goodbye oh. say goodbye then Jamie Goodbye then, Jamie. Say goodbye then, Aaron. Goodbye then, Aaron. Bye then, Mark. Bye then. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> I'm ready, make me laugh. So what if I don't know what apocalypse means? It's not the end of the world. <laughs>
That's better than your uh, one. It's, it's better than my one. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the second one. <laughs> Next one. Yesterday, I accidentally swallowed some food colouring. The doctor says I'm okay, but I feel like I've died a little inside. <laughs> have you been watching The Last of Us? I have, yes. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have to wait for mine. Right. Next time it's a good one. Oh, is it next time if you're not doing one? I can do it if you want it. Oh, go on then. Right, what do you call a Spanish man who hides in your toilet? Senor bumhole. <laughs> Senor bumhole. Senor <laughs> bumhole. That's rubbish. Oh, that was from Sophie, that one. I can't <laughs> even claim it. <laughs> That's definitely getting edited out, mate, isn't it? I double bulldog dare you to leave that in. Uh, no, I can't leave that in. <laughs> At the end. <laughs>